Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. In my last podcast, I spoke extensively about the positive side of Mormonism, of Mitt Romney's Mormonism, for a Romney presidency. In other words, what's the good stuff about Mormonism for us non-Mormons that would perhaps reinforce positive behavior, good things uh, about a Mitt Romney presidency and and his conduct within the presidency? Uh, This week, I want to go at a slightly different direction. You know, one of the things that's happening in uh, this election, now as I speak right now, we're sort of in the midsummer time, and, and both campaigns tend to go rather quiet and uh, they, they want things to, to quiet out a little bit before the conventions. And then after the conventions in August, that's when things really ramp up. So you're not hearing a lot of this now. Um, you're not hearing a lot of the religious uh, perspective now. Uh, but but the, the reality is that in the Romney campaign, there's a senior advisor by the name of Eric Fernstrom. Uh, and his analysis is that in 2008, Uh, Mitt Romney made the mistake of speaking of his Mormonism too openly and that it hurt him. And so Mr. Fernstrom is trying to get Mr. Romney not to talk about his Mormonism very much in this election. And that may have contributed uh, to Romney not even answering some doctrinal questions about Mormonism correctly. I've mentioned here before on the podcast that when uh, George Stephanopoulos asked Mr. Romney about some Mormon doctrines, Romney answered incorrectly. Well, you know, Romney's a Mormon bishop. It's not like he's not well taught or well read on the subject. And so some are saying, well, hey, is he doing this? intentionally uh, to sort of uh, treat himself or paint himself as a as sort of a just man on the street kind of Mormon rather than an expert. He, he's really more of an expert. He was clergy uh, within Mormonism. And so you, you've got, you're going to have some blurring of the lines. The Obama administration is eventually going to raise questions and, and, and throw some barbs. The, the, the Romney uh, uh, team is going to try to, I think initially going to try to not answer it and they're going to try to, they're going to have to answer it and will they answer the questions about Mormonism clearly. And in the midst of all of that, I thought, since we're sitting here in the summer and we're not not yet in the heated post-convention season yet, I thought we might look at some things we know that Mr. Romney has to believe in order to be an Orthodox Mormon, in order to be certainly a Mormon bishop. You have to believe certain things. You have to buy into certain belief systems. And so let me just go through a list briefly of things that uh, that Mr. Romney certainly, certainly believes. There's, there's some room for latitude. There are there's some room for variations of belief. But the things I'm talking about today are, are things he, he absolutely must believe to be where he is uh, and to have spent the years that he has uh, within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So as you may have heard me say in an earlier reading from um, my book, The Mormonizing of America, Uh, The core issue of Mormonism is the priesthood. Uh, The core issue is that Mormons believe that first through John the Baptist and then through a later appearance to Joseph Smith of three of Christ's apostles, uh, that the priesthood and what the Mormons call priesthood authority was restored. So, the, the, the priesthood is, again, this ability to uh, stand before God, to intercede, 
uh, and to be supernaturally empowered. Uh, in Mormonism, the belief is that the Holy Spirit comes upon the priests, uh, who are all men, by the way, and by the way, all men within Mormonism can be priests, um, and, and empowers these priests to do supernatural things. They can give blessings. They can lead ordinances. Uh, there are even supernatural endowments, as they call them, that lead to healing and to miracles. And, and when they trust you, they'll talk to you about this openly. So you can be sure that Mitt Romney not only believes in this restoration of the priesthood that happened through uh, the life and the appearances of various supernatural beings to Joseph Smith, uh, but he also believes that he is one. Joe, uh, Mitt Romney understands that he has received priesthood authority, and that is how he thinks of himself, and that is how he thinks of the Mormon priesthood as a whole, which is virtually all Mormon males. Connected to the priesthood, number two, would be that Mitt Romney absolutely believes in prophecy. If you are a, a Mormon, you believe in the power of the prophetic. You believe that prophecy still happens. You believe that people can anticipate uh, future events. In fact, uh, in order to really be an Orthodox Mormon, you have to believe that Mr. Monson, M-O-N-S-O-N, M-O-N-S-O-N, um, the current LDS president, is a prophet. In fact, he's called Seer, Prophet, and Revelator. Uh, and that when, that he can speak with the voice of God. In fact, he not only can speak with the voice of God, he can speak with such authority that he undoes earlier revelation. Mormons believe that a living prophet trumps a dead prophet. So Mr. Monson, the current LDS president, can actually speak truth that overcomes, that overrules earlier revelation. Well, this is exactly what Joseph Smith believed, the founder of Mormonism. And let me say clearly that in order to be a true Mormon, you must believe that Joseph Smith was a prophet and that Mr. Monson is a prophet. And in fact, when Mormons are giving testimony in their stake and ward meetings about once a month, they have a testimony day. And many a Mormon will stand up and give their testimony, which is that the Holy Spirit has confirmed to them that Joseph Smith is the true prophet, was a true prophet, they might say, and that, uh, and that the Mormon church is the true church, and that Mr. Monson is prophet, seer, and revelator. So this is certainly what Mr. Romney believes. This is standard Mormon truth, standard Mormon doctrine. You can be sure that Mr. Romney believes himself to be a, a priest with restored priesthood authority. He believes Joseph Smith was a prophet. Of course, if you don't believe that, you're not a Mormon at all. And of course, he believes that Mr. Monson, the current LDS president, is also a prophet. Now, Mr. Romney would also believe that the Book of Mormon was revealed by God, and most of you know the story that an angel named Moroni appeared to Joseph Smith and gave him golden plates and then gave him special spectacles or devices, stones really they were, to help him interpret the Book of Mormon. And that the Book of Mormon teaches about an ancient Jewish civilization here in the Western world, a group called the Nephites battling the Lamanites, uh, and that, in fact, it was the conflict between these two groups that caused these golden plates to be buried hundreds of years ago. You can read about the story of the Book of Mormon uh, in my book, but uh, the important thing to understand is that, of course, Mr. Romney believes that the Book of Mormon is the Word of God. In fact, a Mormon will believe that the, that the Book of Mormon is the Word of God as it currently is, and that the Bible is only the Word of God if it's properly interpreted and translated. In 
In fact, Joseph Smith rewrote huge portions of the uh, current Bible that we have, and this gives some indication of their view. So this, this, this is very, very important to understand that, that a Mormon is not taking his authority primarily from the Bible. He's taking his authority primarily from the Book of Mormon, a very, very controversial document with a very, very interesting history. Uh, an, another truth that Mr. Romney certainly believes, and it's one of the most controversial as between, say, traditional credo-Christians and, and Mormons, um, is that he does believe in the law of eternal progression. This is simply the idea that the God who rules over this planet was once a man, and that men who are faithful Mormons today may one day uh, be divine, may one day rule over their own planets as gods. Uh, this is what leaves Mormons open to the charge of polytheism. It's certainly what, what, if nothing else, breaks Mormons from traditional Christianity, and it's one of the most unusual views. Mr. Romney, if indeed he is an Orthodox Mormon, and I think that ship has sailed, we know that that's true, uh, believes that one day he will rule with his wife and his children over other planets and other universes. That's standard Mormonism. I'm not making that up. And then, of course, there are the rituals, uh, the holy rituals. And this is where a lot of suspicion arises. For example, yes, Mr. Romney is wearing a holy temple garment. People will insultingly call it holy underwear, but it's a temple garment. It's meant to remind him of his temple vows, and it's also meant to provide a level of protection. He has been sealed, to use their term, sealed uh, to his wife for all eternity. He's been sealed to his children for all eternity. Uh, he has undergone temple rituals to receive various endowments, which are empowerings from the Holy Spirit. All of this we know he believes. Now, there are variations on a theme. He might believe some certain things about gays or certain things about blacks or certain things about polygamy or certain things about certain periods or teachings within Mormonism. But these core issues, uh, and I'm, I could have thrown in the issue of Jesus Christ, but, but that's, not, that's not critical to this particular list and doesn't take him that far afield from what most Christians believe, but some, some afield, but not that far afield. This list really... Uh, are the core things we know that Mitt Romney believes. And as you can tell, uh, it's not Orthodox Christianity, as I've been saying. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a different kind of religion, a new religion in the world. Um, and it is very, very much shaping our modern society. The Mormonizing of America, how the Mormon religion became a dominant force in politics, entertainment, and pop culture, should be available at any bookstore near you, also on barnesandnoble.com, amazon.com, and if you want to see other sources and read more about this book, log on to mansfieldgroup.com.